Good morning and welcome to the original Loretta Brown show with Benny Hi. Mathers. How are you? I'm good. Good. I like how you oh. said that. I know. <laughs> uh, that the moon. Blood wolf moon is passing. Whatever. Is the su- it? super blood blood wolf moon. I forgot the super. Super. Anything but. Super. Super. Yeah. Past us. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Mr. Benny. Yes. The effects will be here until July. Uh, wait, did you say July? Mm-hmm. What? I did. Wait, I know. wait, no. Are these good effects or bad effects? Well, it depends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it it depends effect? on how adept you are at howling. Well, at- <laughs> I thought I did a pretty decent one. I'm up for a good year this year. I don't want yeah. Well, I guess I can make well, it. Well, I've got quite a long astrology report today because I'm going to go in depth a little bit with All it right. more than normal because I don't have a guest, so you get to hear a bunch of stuff. I I think it's going to be a great year. Yay! I do. Good. But uh, we've got so many planets and Capricorn, and Capricorn's a little bit of a taskmaster. It, it, she's like, we're going to get it done, but you're going to do your work. Well, first of all, you're welcome, by the way, because I'm a Capricorn baby. So No! Therefore... I know. All right, I guess I'll have to listen to your performance. My moon's in Capricorn. I right. know. Okay. I know. So that moon, yeah, that moon, I'll, we'll talk about it in, in just a minute. But uh, just to clarify, the super moon is a moon that's so close to the Earth that it's big, and it's a full moon, right? <laughs> right uh-huh. Oh, the, her. The me. wolf part of that mm-hmm. is the first moon of any year is called the wolf moon. Aha. The first full moon, Okay. right? And then the red part of that, the red, red blood moon, is an eclipse of the moon, which right. makes the moon look red. And okay. so it all happened in Leo. Yeah, there was a lot going on last week. Oh, man, it was powerful. It's very emotional, by the way, in case people hadn't figured that one out. It, uh, yeah, it was emotional. I had a Crystal Bowl healing concert on Sunday night. It was well attended, and it was really heart-touching. Um, I don't know, those bowls just kind of have their own way of singing, and there were some sounds that in that room that, were like where I can't believe this little bowl is doing this enormously powerful, beautiful sound, and uh, of course that's what it's all about. Got to make, got to, got to make those changes, clear out the pipes, as I say, the energetic pipes, and then uh, <coughs> I, Loretta Brown, got so many hugs. You know, I'm a hug whore. I, I admit it. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> so hey. Yeah. It's a hug. One size fits all. I know. Oh. You know? And they say hugging. So important. Um, or smiling. Or smiling. That's a yeah. good, another good one. I used to uh, hug my daughter for a minute every morning before she'd go to school. And it was interesting because sometimes I wasn't into it. I was like, oh, I got to hug her for a minute. Because <laughs> it's not always just them. No, because we have our ups and downs too, mm-hmm. don't we? And... Um, so, but it's a good thing to do. There's something about that that connects our energies and our hearts. And off we go into the wild. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you know, I had people tell me Sunday night they enjoy my show. I love you. Thank you for enjoying my show. And for those of you that wonder what's going on, this is the original Loretta Brown show. It's radio to open the heart, heal the soul. And awaken the consciousness, which I need help with this morning because I was stuck in that sluggish uh, traffic on the way here. Typical Thursday. Mm, yeah, something going on. Very, very misty out there. Very yeah, that foggy. Help and um, 
kind of made me want to just kind of roll back up into that big quilt and lay there a little longer. But, you know, I'm here. So thank you. And for, thank you for yeah. being here, too. <laughs> really appreciate that. <laughs> Otherwise, Benny'd be doing this show on his own, <clears throat> which just, he could do. Yeah, because he guess. is talented that way. Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> I don't know if I could talk about myself for a straight 56 minutes. I could try. We could. Well, if I get through about 55 yeah, of it. Maybe. <laughs> That's draw true. Blank. Yeah. So there's a lot happening in the sky. Here we are. Um, what is the date today? The 24th? 24, yeah. Can't even believe it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to thank all of the people that help support this show. We are a listener-supported show. And if you want to be part of the original Loretta Brown family uh, radio show, Family, you can go to patreon.com slash the Loretta Brown Show and uh, donate. That helps keep this show on the air and brings you really, really great guests and, of course, myself. Today, by the way, we will be opening the lines. This is open mic day. I don't do it very often. And open mic day simply means that I'm going to flip my switch of being a, a psychic medium and a channel. I talk to guides and angels and I talk to your guides and angels. Oh, dear. Now, don't worry. They don't tell me things that I don't need to know. It's, it's selective information. So if you've got a question, something that you really need some help with this morning, give us a call at the radio station at 425-373-5527 or 1-888-298-5569, and you'll be able to be on the air with me, which will be really great. Now... Um, uh, we were been talking about that big, full, super blood wolf moon that was here on a Sunday to Monday, and depending on where you were on the planet in in Leo, and either way, the week, either way, either day that you experienced it, the week began with a great emphasis upon the final eclipse of the Leo Aquarius axis. So the cycle of time that began in February of 2017 has now been completed. And if you can uh, pause for a moment and go back and say, gee, what was happening in February of 2017? And can you even remember it? You might just want to go back and take a look. What was happening? What was happening in your life? What was happening in our country and the planet Earth? Um, we have had this enormous eclipses on that Leo Aquarius axis, and this is the last one of those. So like a stone falling in a pond, this eclipse energy will have increased the frequency of rippling current. And though the reverberations of this eclipse will be felt, the square between Mars in Aries and Saturn in Capricorn that occurred on Monday, which was the day after the eclipse, will actually be finding ways to contain the energies of this eclipse. So think of it, of the energies kind of blowing out there, and then this box comes, this square comes, uh, which squares are always, you know, good manifesting energies. Uh, they're going to try to contain this energy or form it into something. It's not boxing it in. It's helping it. So the, But there is a little bit of a challenge in this energy, as you all know, the crushing weight of reality We've all been feeling the weight of reality this month. It's going to demand a thorough assessment of any and all plans you may have for the future. 
So the eclipse in Leo will illuminate a reason for being. And as I told Benny, the effects of this eclipse are going to go till July. If you've been wondering, why am I here on planet Earth and what is this all about? I think my parents left me at the wrong planetary rest stop, right? <laughs> uh-huh. <clears throat> I wish they'd come back. Anyway, you're going to be uh, helped to find a reason for being. You will become keenly aware of the work and responsibility that you must do in order to develop. It's best to develop a positive relationship with Saturn since Saturn, the planet of discipline and restriction, will be transiting Capricorn until December of 2020. That's the end of next year. So what does that mean in English? It means you're going to have to do your work. It, and um, a lot of people right now, a lot of my clients are, are feeling that heart tug where they're like, Loretta, I think it's time for me to go into light work. It's time for me to do Reiki. It's time for me to step out there and actually tell people that I do readings. I want to help, right? And um, they're having this kind of a conflict between do I stay in my day job or do I jump off a cliff and go do this? My best advice during this type of energy is make a plan and then make it happen. So there's going to have to be a little bit of tenacity of work done on your part to climb that mountain with wonderful Capricorn, which I I love Capricorns. And of course, my moon's in Capricorn. Betty's a Capricorn. A lot of people in my family are Capricorns. My mother was a Capricorn. I'm, I'm real familiar with that energy. And it's a, it's a good, industrious, hardworking energy, but Capricorn will not do it for you. And with the influence of Saturn in there, Saturn's always going to be about your karma and about um, some people call Saturn the great Satan. I don't do that. It, it's just that it, it can, like I said, it's going to make you take a look at everything. So everything you wish to accomplish can be made possible through a great deal of focus and very hard work. Now, um, I'm going to go ahead and take a caller, and then I'm going to come back to more astrology because it's just so fun. I love it. I, I, <laughs> Betty's I'm just Betty. waiting for you. That's all good. I'm all good. All right. I good. Julie from Seattle, welcome to the original Loretta Brown Show. What's going on, darling? Hi, Julie. Hi, Loretta. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm, I'm so excellent. How are you? Good. Yeah. Um, so the general nature of the question is um, I – looked at making some new decisions on career paths, speaking mm. of uh, all mm. of these eclipses energies. And so I'm curious about um, how it's aligning with my life path and how it may align with a uh, connection with a romantic life partner. Um, first of all, your guys just said a big yes when you first started talking. But um, let me see if they've got more to say because they said yes with a big happy face. Um, it looks to me like uh, from what they're saying and showing that you are um, – hmm. The way they're showing it to me is like if you were honest on a path that just goes straight in front of you and now all of a sudden there's a slight separation in the path, right? Slight, Not a huge why, but a slight separation. Sort of like if you were setting navigation for a boat and then you start to move forward and you're one degree off and then you're two degrees and three degrees. So they're saying uh-huh. that you are being navigated in the right direction. And, uh-huh. and don't be afraid to make this uh, career choice, Right. One thing always leads to another. And I think this is a huge message for everyone because, um, like, they're very chatty right now. So I'm, I'm kind of 
<clears throat> catching my breath <laughs> to see how to put that into language. Um, you know, when we make any kind of a, an alteration in path at all, even if it's a change in belief or a change in idea, we start to open up the energy flow. And what your guides and angels actually do for you and for everyone is to help us navigate. They'll help us go in the right direction. And often we will stand on the threshold of that choice and hesitate, which we should. <laughs> it's always good uh -huh. to, <laughs> you know, because it isn't always about this, oh, my goodness, I'm going to go do this thing. I got to jump into it. This is more practical. It's evaluation. It's like, okay, what are the benefits of this and what are the challenges of this? And if there's challenges, it doesn't mean it's not the right direction. It just means, okay, I got to, you know, put on my hiking boots, right? Uh -huh. That's all it means. So, um, thank you, Saturn. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks, Saturn. <laughs> we uh -huh. knew you were good for something. And, uh -huh. um, but they're saying, uh, do take this, uh, go slightly uh, away from the direction you've been on. It's time for something new. They want you to dust everything off, kind of exhale, breathe in, hold yourself tall, and feel them walking with you. So that's their message. Go. Do okay. it. Okay. You're going in the right direction, and they're excited for you. So I don't know what that's all about, but they're actually excited for you happy and, mm. and you know by the way that's a great message to be happy um <laughs> whistle while you work i guess it's time for that <laughs> snow oh white the God. seven dwarves right <laughs> mm -hmm. well and i would imagine that as this energy opens up it also opens up to the connection for the soulmate or romantic uh, absolutely partner. and careful about that word yeah thank you for bringing that in by the way they're saying absolutely yes um as we go down the, our life path, and, and by the way, I get a lot of people that come to me and they'll go, oh, Loretta, I think I did the wrong thing. I went and did this thing, and then something horrible happened to me, and my heart got broken, and, you know, I was dragged behind horses and, you know, so forth. And uh -huh. and they go, what? And I go, you know what? That may not have been a mistake. It might have been exactly what you needed to go through to get to this point. And then as you proceed on the path, remember this old saying that what is yours cannot be taken from you and what is not yours you cannot, you can't hang on to. So on your path, is it's a higher vibration and the love for you is waiting right there. He's just kind of standing there waiting for you to get there. <laughs> okay. Ready with chocolate Ready. cake or something. <laughs> Right. Okay. Yeah, so sense. go down that path. And there's something also about this path you're going down that's going to help you become more connected with you and who you really are. You, you, why you, who you be on planet Earth. It's going to get, give you a greater sense of self. Yeah. Great, because that's exactly what I want to, yeah, the alignment is what I want to do. So it just, it feels right. Now, so. you know, I, I, I got to say this too. Um you know, you're an empathy girl, and um, you've got all this light that comes out of your heart into the realm around you, and they're reminding that you that no matter where you go and what you do, you cannot stop being who you are, and, and the ultimate thing of spreading light, I suppose you might say, or emitting your sound uh, soul signal, uh, the music of your soul, um, you cannot stop it from happening, nor could you, can you make it happen. 
And so there's something intrinsic in that, in that you just walking around on planet Earth, breathing and smiling and being your fantastic self is, is part of your reason for being here. So that's a lovely thing to be told. You can't mess it up. <laughs> <laughs> that, that absolutely is. Uh-huh. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Be blessed. Right. Thanks so much for calling in. I hope that helped you. And if you want to call in, the, the phone number at the radio station is 425-373-5527 or 1-888-298-5569. Is it that one? It is that Hello, one. everybody, yes. on the... On the uh, the interwebs. Interweb. That line. You can is you can one? be seen is basically what you're I saying. I can be seen. You can yeah. see me. Yeah. Visit 1150kknw.com. You can only, uh, not only hear Loretta, you can see her pretty face. I know. And I discovered that, you know, the shows are recorded. You can actually go and listen and see. Follow up. Mm-hmm. Like radio TV or something. Yeah, because you've got a lot of information. People want to jump back, yeah. so we have those archived on our page at 1150kknw.com. We have a new podcasting system going into place as we speak, too. So uh, more details with that. Continue on while I grab the phones. That sounds wonderful. So 2019 definitely began on a somber or a heavy note. A lot of people uh, told me they didn't feel like celebrating at New Year's. But following the amazing lunar eclipse in Leo on Sunday, Monday of this week, a renewed sense of freedom and possibility should be emerging. I'm definitely sending out energy today to those in leadership roles in our country to step fully into the energies of the sun moving into Aquarius this week. Aquarius sits upon the edge of the dissolution between worlds, acting as a medium between spirit and matter. Aquarius is the place where the future is dreamed into being. At first, the sun in Aquarius seems to promise liberation from the gravity that weighs us down in Capricorn. So there's this promise of liberation from that heaviness. But the traditional ruler of Aquarius is also Saturn, reminding you that the power of dreaming the future into being remains a heavy responsibility. And so what are you dreaming today? What can you dream? What can you add to the equation of the energy today and in the, in the months ahead to dream a better reality and not just dream it, but manifest it. So let's go ahead. Let's take another caller and uh, the lines are open. Yeah, we'll take uh, mm-hmm. Cynthia now calling in from Seattle. Hi, Cynthia. Welcome to the show. Hi, Cynthia. Hi, thank you. Hi, Loretta. Hi, honey. How are you? <laughs> I know who you are. I'm... Oh, okay. I recognize <laughs> your voice. That's a giveaway. That's okay. <laughs> Oh, it's always nice to see you. It's nice to see you. Aw. Yeah, send you love. Hey, I'm just calling. Just, I think, dealing with the the cancer and upcoming surgery and then still hanging out in the unknown health-wise and job-wise. Just, I guess, needing some assurance or some direction. Yeah. Your guides are drawing very, very close, and, and they're making me go, oh, it's okay. And I don't, I don't mean to make you cry, but I just want to put my arms around you and say, there, there, it's all right. Um, there, there, it's all right. You know, we, we, so many of us, and you included, go through physical challenges that are not on our agenda. 
I mean, yeah. I don't think you made a list and said, okay, let's see here. I think I'll deal with that, and then I'll deal with that, and then I'll deal with that. And um, I think that the message coming through your beautiful angels, they're so loving and so close to you right now because um, they have a personal message for you. But I think this message is for a lot of people going through health crises. Um, the body, um, you know, in its own right is, is a primitive organism or a raw organism. Um, I sometimes say I live in an animal, right? And <laughs> and it has to be cared for. And I, 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 and it's not that um, we do anything wrong that we end up with health stuff. But quite often these health, these gifts of health problems is what they're calling them, the gifts of it, uh, of the problem, is that it brings us back to ourselves in some sort of way. There's also something in here about having to ask for help, which is so deeply uncomfortable. <laughs> None of us like it. <laughs> right? And, um, um, yeah. you know, and if you can't, you know, get around, you can't walk around, and then you need help with that. And uh, we don't want that. Right? We don't want it. So it's a time of gratitude for you. It's a time of self-love. It's a time to remember that your angels and guides love you and they are right here to hold you and help you through as well as your beautiful friends who love you very much. And um, somehow in all of this, according to them, there's an enormous blessing. They believe that your body is going to completely heal. Um, they think you will be just fine. And... Um, uh, you know, the, there's a great book out there written by the, the lady who does the show ahead of me, right? We've got uh, Robin. Um, Brenda. Brenda, Robin, thank Brenda you. Michaels, yeah. Brenda Michaels. Uh, Brenda Michaels had cancer years ago, and she wrote a book called The Gift of Cancer. And you may actually want to read it. And if the listeners want to go there and read it, um, because these things are, are huge challenges in our life. And I think that we can fall into feeling helpless or hopeless or we overthink it or we overtry it or we don't know what to do is really right. So love yourself, love your body, believe and trust in the guidance and help that is there. And don't be afraid to reach out for help if you need it. Even if all you want to do is say, I need it. I need a kiss. Could you like do that or a hug? I just need you know, I just need to be talked off the ledge, right? So that's yeah. that's kind of what they're saying. Um, they're very, like I said, your guides are coming through very powerful. There's a lot of white energy around you, almost like they're throwing white petals on you. And it looks at, to me, because I can smell it, it smells like white roses. And I think that's a really interesting thing to throw on you. Um, roses, roses, or the smell of roses, or essential rose oil to me always connects me with the Divine Mother and the love that comes from the concept of the Divine Mother. She brings the sweetness, she brings the fullness, she brings the fragrance of life. So that's what they're saying. And oh. they're saying breathe into your heart also. Remember the light coming out of your heart to breathe into the light coming out of your heart. Because the light coming out of your heart is your true essence. And your essence is pure love, pure joy, pure goodness. And so if you breathe into that, and of course the brain will argue with it going, well, <clears throat> Loretta doesn't know a couple things about me, right? Doesn't matter. 
we're talking about the pure essence of your beautiful heart. So there you go. All right. Thank you, Loretta. I hope that helps you. Yeah. Yes. And they're saying you're doing the right things, by the way. I guess I needed to hear that. Yeah, too. you're doing that because they, they got real loud. They go, tell her she's doing the right things. Everything she's doing is absolutely uh, correct and good. And you're, you're straight. You're sitting right on top of your path. Um, they're also saying that you don't quite understand yet why this is your path. But when we go down the path further, we quite often figure that one out. We go, oh, because there's something um, in this for you about what you go through makes it more possible for you to help others going through this because you will have developed the compassion and the wisdom that only comes through uh, self-embodiment and experience. And this is going to play into your work in the future. It's going to direct you in a way that will help you navigate okay. you. Thank does, you. Does that make That's, sense? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And That's, thank you so much. Yeah. Yes. All right. Love to you. All right. Love you. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Good. So um, we are, we do have the lines open. Mm-hmm. This is Loretta Brown. You can find out more about me at ReikiOasis.com or the archives of, of KKNW or the LorettaBrownShow.com. So many places to find me. It's kind of weird. I think that's a good thing, though. (laughs) Yeah. We are going to take a station break, but um, the lines are open, 425-373-5527 or 1-888-298-5569. If you've got some questions for um, your angels, your guides, or um, me, just give me a call. We'll be right back. Did you know that Reiki healing can be done at a distance? It's true. So let Reiki Oasis focus powerful energy to help relieve your stress, grief, sadness, anger, and so much more. Convenient, personalized treatments at a distance can increase lightness of being. During your appointment, find a quiet place to lie down or sit to receive healing energies. If you want help with your dis-ease, visit ReikiOasis.com. Harness life's energy. Visit ReikiOasis.com today. Every winter, up to 20 million tons of salt are applied to U.S. roads. Road salt can keep drivers safe. But when too much salt is applied on roads, it can pollute streams, kill fish, and increase salt levels in our drinking water. The good news is we can protect water quality and keep drivers safe. You can help. Join the Isaac Walton League's Winter Salt Watch to receive a free stream test kit. Then, simply dip the test strip in your stream to measure the salt level. Use your smartphone to share your results on the Winter Salt Watch map. If the salt levels in your stream are too high, the Isaac Walton League can share ways other communities are reducing salt usage. Ask for your free test kit today. To get yours, go to saltwatch.org. That's saltwatch.org. Time is funny. Sometimes it seems fast, another time slow. When it comes to time slots remaining on Alternative Talk 1150, time is running out. In fact, there are just a few primetime slots available. So if you want to host your own radio program, the time to call 425-653-1150 is right now. Nope, no time for excuses. Dial 425-653-1150 to find out how affordable it can be to host a radio show. Alternative Talk. 
we have an opportunity waiting just for you. Wondering what's on next on Alternative Talk 1150? Check out 1150kknw.com. Welcome back to the original Loretta Brown Show. And uh, like I said, you can find out more about me, Loretta Brown, at ReikiOasis.com. You can schedule anything at schedule.ReikiOasis.com. And, um, yeah, that's that's the way it is. Find out all kinds of things. Uh, today, we have open mic day. If you have questions for your guides or angels, you I am a psychic medium and a channel and a Reiki master and um, a musician and a mom, you know, it happens to the best of us. My you wear a lot thing. of hats. I do. I do. I had a really fun thing this week. Um, you know, a few months ago, I crashed my car, totaled my car. I'm glad you're back. I'm I glad know. your things I are doing too. better for you, too. And I had um, in my car, I had little little Tigger, stuffed Tigger. Literally. Right? Yeah. From tigger. A little Tigger. A little yeah. Tigger mm-hmm. in my car. From Winnie the Pooh? Yeah, Winnie mm-hmm. from Winnie the Pooh, mm-hmm. and I've had it in there. It rode around with my kids, and it was in there. And Aww. after the crash, I couldn't find it. Like I had no idea; it must have flown away. I it it gave up its life for me, is what I say, right? So this week, I got an anonymous package in the mail. I opened it up, and oh, there's a new Tigger. It's cute. It's a little Tigger, and so I um, posted a picture of it on my Facebook page because I didn't know who sent it. And then, pretty lo and behold. Several hours later, my sweet Jenny, my daughter, admitted it was her. (laughs) She just couldn't keep it in. I just can't stand it. Well, she she says, I see that you got an anonymous package. (laughs) I'm anonymous. Thanks, Facebook. (laughs) That's cute. Yeah, it was really cute. So thank you, Jenny. Uh, I just, you know, sometimes it's the little things. Well, sure. So I've got... You know, I've got um, Tigger, and I've got a, a hula girl, and a little thing that says aloha, because apparently Hawaii is important. I, I see where the <laughs> I see where the trend of area it's coming from. I kind of figure this. I one. was surprised Tigger wasn't wearing like a hula yeah. outfit or something, right? You know, <laughs> or riding a surfboard or something. Right? Yeah, because my daughter lives in Hawaii. Just <laughs> FYI, I mean, it's a secret, right? But there it is. <laughs> So welcome back to the show. Like I said, if you want to call in, the lines are open. 425-373-5527 and 1-888-298-5569. And I'm going to go back into the astrology report. Before I do that, there's something that I've been wanting to say. I I um, kind of pay attention to what goes on with my clients kind of straight across the board. And I have found myself lately repeating a couple of messages And the first message is very short and succinct. And this comes from um, the guides and angels for, I think, everybody. Because we're all talking about what is the difference between strength and power and, and my will versus thy will. These are conversations I quite often have with my clients. And there's a very short little thing that you can write down. I call it a little mantra. And it goes like this. And it's from the guides. Don't confuse strength with stubbornness. Don't confuse strength with stubbornness. So locking your jaw and holding your position to the nth degree doesn't mean you're strong. It just means you're very stubborn. (laughs) 
and that's different. I see how you're kind of looking at me <laughs> per se. Just I, a I'm, bit. I'm, I'm not saying it's you. Okay, right. It's actually me. You just needed something to focus on. Yeah, okay, I okay. just need a, a person to focus on you. And I can I, look at the camera. I read you I can... loud and clear now. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. So polite. I love you all. It's a great way to position. It. <laughs> But um, so many people come in and they will talk to me about how they're going to hold that position, know what, and they're not going to give an inch. And and I am like, well, how's that working for you? And are you really getting what you want from that kind of position? So don't confuse strength with stubbornness. There you go. So we're going to go back to the astrology report for a moment. Um on Monday, <laughs> after that eclipse. <laughs> I know your other angle. I know. Thank you. <laughs> for some of our friends on the East Coast. Is that what you're referring to? Okay. Yeah. I was kind of going, I know people are going to take it where they want it to go. Well, let's say in a uh, political situation. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Because there's voting going on this yeah. afternoon. Yeah. And important. It's very important. And uh, I try not to get too uh uh, political, uh, you know, I really do try charged to, up in it. Yeah, charged yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I really wish that we could all just work together. Mm-hmm. If we could work together, we could actually get something done. And um, that, to me, is real strength. So people can work again. Yes, my my heart Make goes out to all the people. Families. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the people that are not getting paid right now, we need to help take care of our our people. That's what we need to do. Bingo. That's right. So. Uh, there you go. Don't confuse strength <laughs> with stubbornness. Yeah. On Monday, oh, Venus. So <laughs> Venus, the planet of love and goodness, was con- uh, moved conjunct to Jupiter in Sagittarius. And I'll put it like this. That conjunction is like a rainbow shining through the lingering dark storm clouds. And it's brought this different energy into this week. The Venus-Jupiter conjunction is a many-splendored thing, just like the song, right? Your striving and struggling is hopefully being replaced with the feeling that some of your dreams are really coming true. With Venus conjunct Jupiter, your heart will begin to open and bloom like a rose, unfolding layer upon layer of its fragrant beauty. So inhale this moment. It's a gift. Whatever may be haunting you will be uplifted by the Venus's conjunction to Jupiter in Sagittarius. This is an aspect that is considered a marriage of true minds. It's also a very strong romantic thing. So in traditional astrology, Venus and Jupiter are called the lesser and greater benefits. So thus, this conjunction between Jupiter and his sign of rulership is a very auspicious moment. So the, the, the planet of rulership, holding hands with the planet of love, well, that sounds kind of good. Sounds like the love, the love king and queen are here. So expect golden opportunities, golden sunsets, and a kaleidoscope of beauty to bless the energies of this week. And so I'm hoping it's coming in. Yesterday, which was Wednesday, Mercury in Capricorn squared Uranus in Aries right before entering into Aquarius today, which is Thursday. 
This will inspire an experimental and innovative tone of thinking to overtake us. Mercury's entrance into Aquarius will also trigger the point of the sun's position during, during the eclipse. So new dimensions of thinking will begin to be uncovered now. That Aquarian influence is, is a, a good thing. When Mercury is released into an air sign, the collective begins to become more oriented towards symbolic and abstract thought. In Aquarius, the mind becomes oriented towards solving problems of the future. This shift in Mercury's tone will finally stir some of the creative and inventive spirit that we all hope to have at the dawn of a new year and which has been delayed this year. So hopefully it's here now. Maybe we can celebrate the new year this weekend, right? Because the energies are coming in. And, and you know, the Chinese New Year is on its way, too, in the beginning of February. But I'll talk about that more uh, in the weeks to come. This weekend, by the way, is a time to expect your highest spirits and most exuberant energy to return to you. So for all of you out there that have been saying to me, Loretta, I don't know what's going on. I have no energy I just want to lay around the house. I want to roll up into a cave. Part of that is that the first part of this year has been very self-oriented toward your physical body, your physical health. Everybody's been feeling it. It's kind of an introspective energy. But the now we're going to get some of that energy back. So Friday, which is tomorrow, the spirit of Jupiter in Sagittarius is going to bring another great blessing to this week with a trine to Mars in Aries. This is optimistic and passionate energy that reaches out with open arms towards health, good fortune, and prosperity. So here we are. We're moving forward. This sounds like lovely energy. So let yourself feel good about life this weekend. There's much to celebrate. As the light begins to break through the clouds, your soul and spirit can be nourished and restored. And remember that we are in a letting go and releasing very powerful energy until February 4th when we have a new moon. And so what do I mean by that? Between the full moon and the new moon, because the moon is getting smaller, that's letting go energy. And between the, the new moon and the full moon, where the moon is getting be- better, that's, that's um, gathering in energy, bringing things towards you. And it's a good thing to kind of mark those on your calendar. My friend uh, Carol Barbeau is a great astrologer, and she's the one that kind of taught me about that, like the energy moving out, the energy moving in. And as an energy worker, I always think of that as breathing in and breathing out. We have in the universe what's called the law of balance. And the law of balance is, is kept, you know, the records of all that is, keep this idea of how much are you giving And how much are you allowing yourself to receive? So if you're a giving, giving, giving person, which many of my clients are, you you can also overgive if you've noticed that. And when you overgive, you start to feel resentful. It's one of the first signs. Like, what is with those people? All I do is give, 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 and they're not even saying thank you anymore. And that can fall into uh, disrepair, the giving and receiving, if you actually have gotten to the point where you have not asked for help or will not allow yourself to receive help or get anything back. So remember that. 
It's letting go, and it's calling to yourself. It's breathing in, and it's breathing out. So where does ego and self-interest stop, and where does the good of the all, overcoming the good of the one, come in? Our theme now is self-discovery, and fortune-telling abilities seem far overwhelmed by individual choices. As it should be, it's time for us to discover our own willpower, our own way. And not, not in a selfish way, although sometimes um, when I do things for self, you know, like because I work with so many people, quite often I have to have time scheduled just for me where I'm not on technology, I'm not available by phone or text, and uh, sometimes that will bother people because they're like, wow, I really need to get a hold of you and where were you, Right. But we really do need to do self-care. Otherwise, our wells will run dry and we won't have anything to share with other people. And I know you want to help. When the sun is in Aquarius, until the 18th of February, by the way, we shall have an energy of fixed air, creating perhaps a bit of stubborn energy. But with the sign of Aquarius, it's about change. So even though there might be some stubbornness in there, like I said, don't confuse strength and stubbornness. Um, Aquarius is about change. It could just be that the next two weeks are the most significant in our lives as we perhaps begin to see, sense, feel, and understand other people's points of view more powerfully. And that, to me, is the key to finding that space where we can work together. The next week coming up carries us through some much easier energy. And so I'm going to tell you this with wishes, prayers, and hopes for a tremendous opening to the recognition of others' views. And this is personal as well as countrywide, as well as global. And a wish for all of us to begin to come together to repair what has so sadly been shattered over the last few years. And please remember Prejudice is being prejudiced over people you see as prejudiced. Hmm. I'm going to say that again. And these words are coming from my friend Carol Barbeau, who's a great astrologer. Prejudice is being prejudiced, prejudiced over people you see as prejudiced. In other words, because I could put the word judgment in there. Judgment quite often is you judging people that you see as being judgmental. (laughs) And so you end up in the same boat as those people that you're unhappy about. So think about it. When you judge someone or you say negative things or you make fun of somebody's hair or face or weight or their religion or their race or their sex or their gender or whatever the deal it is, aren't you being judgmental? Aren't you being negative? And is that really helping anything? And I'm not trying to hammer on people today because, you know, I, I have the same things going on as you do. We're all human here in our human bodies. But we must recognize that one of the greatest things that we could do is let go of judgmental energy within ourselves so that we can move out into the world in, in a different way. And uh, when we let go of that judgmental energy, of course, we have to really take a look at ourself, our own pain. Why are we judgmental? And, you know, it's not always that easy. So I do a lot of work with people to help them clean and clear that stuff out. The energy of creating a better world, in my opinion, will win. 
And let it happen fast, easy, and gentle for us all is my wish. And lots of you are feeling that north node in Cancer and the south node in Capricorn, and you're looking for new jobs, new locations, and you're desiring safety. Even though you're feeling this desire to change, few of you know what you really want. And I got a lot of people coming to me going, Loretta, I just, I don't know. I'm so uh, done. Like, I'm just done with the way things are. And But I don't know what the path ahead is. So that tells me that we're all a work in process. We're in the middle of it. We're being moved forward. We're coming out of a year of retrograde planets so heavy that it was just making us look backward and backward and backward. And now everything is moving forward, but then we've got this strong Capricorn energy. And when we're moving forward, (laughs) it's kind of funny. It's like we all got tired of sitting at the rest area. Now we're traveling. And then everybody's like a little concerned because they're like, well, uh, okay, now we're moving forward. Where are we going? So like fine wine, we are aging and maturing and finding answers. And for many of us, it is safety and security within ourselves, as it should be. Do you feel safe and secure within yourself? Are you looking outside yourself for something that's going to make you feel more safe and secure? You know, all of these things do begin on the inside and quite often we have to heal our wounded self we have to go in and say where did this come from when did this happen and what can i do to get it helped as i say i help many many people a lot of the things that i do i i am a registered counselor for the state of washington i also do hypnotherapy and behavior modification i'm a spiritual counselor i do reiki I do um, sound work and color and light work. And then sometimes what I do is indefinable because what needs to be done is in the room with us as we work with the divine energies. But I'm not the only person out there that can help you. And if you truly, truly need to get over some things from the past that are blocking you, the pain that's been in your life for such a long time, do be sure to reach out to and get that help that you want. One of the symptoms of living in today's fast-paced world is the underlying feeling of loneliness, overwhelm, and disconnection. Chronically stressed and under financial and family pressures, we often feel alone in the world, out of touch with others, overwhelmed by our emotions, and disconnected from our own bodies and our own selves. So many people come and, you know, um, sort of like one of the callers earlier, we go through these things physically and people outside of us are well-meaning, but they're also very, very busy and they don't live inside our bodies. They don't live in our minds. So for us to always be expecting someone on the outside of us to come and help us is a lovely thought, but it's, it, it sometimes can put us into a situation where we are feeling very abandoned. Our world is ego-driven. We constantly compare ourselves to others. We judge our performance, and we're usually really harsh on ourselves. We define our worth by our financial and career achievements, and we criticize ourselves for failure. And quite often... Um, 
I've noticed that a lot of people have what I call a very high bar. That may have been given to them in childhood. They may have picked it up somewhere along the line. It's, it's what I call the comparison game. And the comparison game never works for us. Because if we're comparing, we're always going to find somebody doing better and somebody doing worse. Can't we just come into our path, into our own self, and say, this is who I really am. This is my superpower. This is my radiance. And can we learn to love ourselves just as we are, just as God and divine made us? So this ego-based drive for success and happiness is, of course, ineffective. It's never-ending. We keep wanting more, never feeling quite satisfied. And that's because our definition of happiness as something that can be obtained externally is fundamentally misguided. Happiness and joy begin on the inside. They're actually feelings. It's a good idea to achieve external success and take pride in what we've accomplished through hard work. However, happiness comes when we feel fulfilled. And in order to feel fulfilled, we need more than material possessions and accolades. We need to feel loved and that we belong and we are accepted and celebrated. This feeling was always fleeting for me growing up. A difficult childhood and my highly sensitive personality meant I grew up believing there was something wrong with me. I was weird. I was odd. I had trouble talking to people. Um, I would burst out in tears at, at very inconvenient times. And I felt deeply insecure and without an anchor. I had a hard time making friends. I felt mostly misunderstood, hurt, alone, odd, strange. And um, I, I had a lot of shyness. It was funny. I was talking to somebody yesterday about their child who's very shy. And um, shyness is coming from different places. But you know... Um, when we're put up in front of people, you know, the greatest fear that is out there is public speaking. And I, I'm like, why are we like that? We feel vulnerable. Something's going on. So we can have chaos at home. We can have, we can have bullies at school and on the job. These are not just issues for children. They're also issues for adults. Um, and if we have that sort of thing, we may have learned to disconnect from our bodies, ourselves, our feelings, our emotions. And we might get to where we don't feel like we belong anywhere. So what I did is I tried to make myself small and I tried to become invisible, you know. And, uh, of course, um, <laughs> somebody told me once years ago, they go, Loretta, you're not invisible. <laughs> it's not working, Right. Which startled me because I really thought, okay, I'm invisible, so I'm safe. But it doesn't really work. And when we do that, we quite often will find ourselves in either physical pain, emotional pain, mental pain, um, living in your head, putting walls up around your heart, deciding to make the best of what you're given instead of really trying to make your life different. Many, many people compensate for internal pain and emptiness with external validation I did this through being a straight-A student, having degrees, 
having more certificates on my wall than you can name. Part of that's because I'm a lifelong learner, but part of it was for accolades, for be, trying to be perfect, for performing, for putting on a mask to make myself look better than I felt. And through all of that, I somehow went through this uh, uh, experience within my own life where I, like Pinocchio, became real. And as I've gone through that, I, I began to melt the walls around me, began to come out in a more loving, kind way. I had to face my pain, confront my, peer, my fears, and unleash the chains I built around my heart so I could go on living, not just functioning. I know that all of you listening want to do the same thing, and you want a fulfilled life. Very briefly, I'm going to tell you how to restore yourself, realizing that my few words in the last minute or two of my shows is not a complete path to healing. But at some point in your life, and, and if you've gone through trauma of any kind, where you've felt disconnected, childhood abuse, sexual trauma, car accident, or all kinds of things that lead to the disembodiment of the self, the first thing that you have to do is reconnect with your body. When your body has been the source of pain, you might want to disconnect and numb out in order to protect yourself. When you do that, you end up living in your head, unaware of what's going on in your body. So the first step is to get back in touch with your body. You can use yoga. You can use dancing. You can do massage, walking maybe just attending to the parts of your body. The second thing you need to do is befriend and tame your mind. You need to befriend your mind, which can easily be overcome by fears, worries, doubts, self-criticism, and obsessive thoughts. You can really get this under control if you begin with meditation. Begin with the breath. Don't run away from what's going on. And of course, the third step is to accept and rewrite your story. Everything that has happened to you in the past does not need to define who you are right now. You can actually journal. I, I believe in therapeutic journaling, but I also believe that you don't need to keep it. Best thing to do is write everything out. And then imagine you are an author. What do you want your life to be like? Can you rewrite it? Can you even imagine it? And then step into the energies of God and the universe and all that is supporting you to help you become even better than you've ever been before this year. We need your light. We need you. We need your gifts. We want them. We're selfish about it. I hope you will allow yourself to shine. Be blessed. Have a great, great week. Keep breathing in that moon energy. That's all I got to say. And mm, yes, to Venus and Jupiter. Have a fantastic week and go do something fun <clears throat> and romantic. We'll talk to you next week.